Uh, AJ, if you don't like this thumbnail, I officially quit as the thumbnail creator. It's pretty cool, man. Hey, breaking news, guys. Hmm. You know, whenever whenever we miss something, mm -hmm. we've always got our trusty news news hound right. Hibsy right. that uh, that is all over everything all the time. And uh, yeah, we have an, an huge important announcement regarding Moss Book Two. You guys ready? Well, tune in Monday to hear <laughs> so what ridiculous. that. Oh my is. God, we're doing cliffhangers again. It's cliffhangers the beginning again. of the show. Do you know how many people just checked Got out him. and were like, oh, "Well, we're gonna, I'm gonna go watch the news on Moss Book too," because these guys aren't fucking covering it. Wow, wow. Even I'm disappointed with that. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's start the show. An intro is worse than nothing. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And oh, 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 thank God it's Friday. Boy, you know, yes. I'll tell you, all last night, I thought it was Tuesday, so that kind of tells you how my week is going. Uh, guys, I know usually I introduce you guys right away and do all this stuff, but I want to give a shout-out to Serial Killer, the GameCat with the $5 tip says, not sure if I'll make the live show, but to all the GameCat birthdays, including my son, Nathan Drake, I... Really, for the love of God, I hope you named him that. It's on his birth certificate. <laughs> Who turns nine tomorrow? Have a possum day. Thank you, Serial Killer, so much. Um, yes, and also shout out to Jason Ewing, Delirium Drew, and Dash David Dash. For they're yeah. all celebrating birthdays that. today. God, yeah, man, damn. so many Gamecasts with birthdays today. I know. Check out the uh, the next tip, Brian, from Donatello, dreaming about PSVR two Gamecat. With the five dollar, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> happy Friday, Game Cats, and happy birthday to Drew, David, Jason, and a little Nathan Drake. Thank yes. you so much, Donatello. Yeah, mean, yeah, right. Uh, also, everybody was born today. Yesterday, we're all born yesterday. What happened nine months before today? That's all I gotta wonder. Maybe <laughs> some big event in the world. People were just like, we need to have a kid. Or it was, it was like, like the that, most boring was that day Christmas in history, time. Right? Yeah. It was, was kind of like around Christmas, Thanksgiving time. You know, have a little turkey. You know, a little bit of turkey. You know what that does to people, right? No, have no, a turkey I, leg. No, turkey. make a little love. No, that's not <laughs> what turkey yeah. does at all. Turkey just makes me sleepy. It doesn't make me want to go have a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, uh, you know, uh, in, on a serious note, shout out to, um, to Dash David Dash, who uh, his dad is going through some stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully recovers oh. very, very quickly. Um, our hearts go out to you, bud. Uh, Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, my name is Brian Paul from the channel right here, PSVR Brother Pearl. And the guys from my right, the boys, Dave from Dave Station, VVR. Very understated and subtle. I liked it. Nice. It's a good one. Uh, this ain't going to be subtle at all. And that guy on the right hand side of the screen is AJ from the Underground PSVR Underground. What's up, Brian? What's you. up, Dave? What's up, Game Cats? Good to see everybody. Happy Friday. Man, we got a good show lined up for you guys today. So many, you know, it's a good one when there's like tons of sources and stuff we have to include in our run of show. Uh, lots of stuff uh, to, to go through. As I said, interesting show already to look forward to Monday as well uh, to, to keep you <laughs> occupied. So hopefully so we can send you into the weekend with some great vibes, some positive energy, and some awesome PSVR news. But first and foremost, we want to thank all the people 
who support us over on patreon.com slash without pro games they're giving us a dollar or more every month to get their name on that little list down there don't worry if you haven't seen your name and you supported us this month it'll update for monday show i promise uh and don't forget to join our discord the link for that is in the description below that's where all sorts of crazy stuff happens that's where we get our box vr sessions together we do that but we play box vr every single day so if anyone's trying to get in shape come and join us uh that's where we get some multiplayer games going and that's of course where conversations like this ridiculous conversation happen pretty much 24 7 but aj all those people we just thanked aren't the only people we want to thank are they also like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent as you and yes, our good friend something GameCat adjacent would like to say. I saw him, I saw him leave a comment uh the other it. week or whatever, and, and he was like, I love the secret channels. Yeah, man, you're you are part of the show now, forever ingrained into the GameCat history books. Uh and this week, guys, we have three new GameCats to welcome Ooh. to the GameCat Dojo. Big numbers, big numbers. Who we got? Who we got? Starting with V Realities, the Game Cat. All right. Become Reality. Yep. I know you guys. V Reality. <laughs> I know you guys can't see the image uh, right away when it pops up on the screen, but I will tell you that this is one of the coolest little avatars ever. It's somebody's mouth, and the tongue is like some kind of salamander or lizard coming out of the tongue. It's creepy. It's disturbing. I love you it. love it. I, I knew you would. I love it. We've also got tax refund. The Earth was made in six little days. Game Cat. Okay, I thought we had that one before. Uh, no. Did he change it back? I think he changed. He keeps changing it to something biblical. And, that, and that's why we keep giving him shoutouts because I love every yeah. single one. Of <laughs> yeah, them. I'm always awesome. like scratching my head, like, okay, all right. Well, Dave, I think you're gonna like this one, Dave. Oh yeah. Finally, we have Game Cat Mob Task Force. Protect Dave at all cost. Oh, hell yeah. Got, Who's that? I like target, that guy. Got targeted my sights. He's doing okay. <laughs> we we yeah. might have to sedate him to make sure he's, he stays okay for the rest of the night, but we got this. Yeah, Target's not, covered. Not going to lie. A little concerning. Uh, like, no, don't don't oh, no, Dave. You don't know these. Yeah, these people are coming after me, man. And this mob is not going to let them. It might be a mob of Dave one station. guy. <laughs> It's one dude with a pitchfork. <laughs> one dude with a pitchfork outside my house to counter mob anybody who comes to mob me, I guess. Well, I don't know. Well, well, perfect, guys. So, of course, uh, whenever you guys change your name, just make sure you go to any video on the channel and leave a comment that says hashtag GameCat so that it makes it really easy for Brian to tell that you change your name as the GameCat army rises and grows. <laughs> uh, Brian, we, we got some a couple tips. And we got two minutes left before we got to move on to the next topic. Let's do this. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like this timer thing. Uh, we got <laughs> we got uh, to, to, to kill artist, the Dreamweaver GameCat with the $5 tip saying, what's up, guys? I just picked up my son, and we got the show going on our trip home. Oh, God. I'm nice. I'm, I'm, get... I've sworn so many times. He says, no worries. I'm oh, only listening. Fine. LOL. Thank you so much for the donation. Uh, I'm sorry for all the F words. Wait, but how did he tip then? He left the tip. Not only did he leave a comment, he left the no, donation he had his, as well. Maybe he had his son leave the tip. Past the oh, okay. Yeah, there you he's go. Driving. Yeah, there you the go. I got. I got to tell you about the the the, the thinking game that I always play on road trips. Kill artist. It's the greatest game ever. It's kind of like twenty questions, but it's like infinite, and it passes the time so fast. It's amazing. We okay. also got Professor Lewis with the five dollar tip. Says this week's multiplayer meetup at two p.m. Eastern is Honor and Duty D Day with thirteen nice. votes. Uh, five dollars on PSN supports the moves, Dual Shock, and Aim. Thank you so much, Professor Lewis. I'll say something right now. 
This channel cannot run without the help of everybody because I keep dropping the ball on things and cats keep picking the ball up and running with it. So thank you so much, Professor Lewis, for organizing all these Sunday meetups. You may want to notice on Discord, uh, uh, Donnie, the scientist game cat, uh, has been running the question of the day. And so uh, that, and that was something I was trying to do. I got about three days in and he took over. I was like, thank you very, very much. Uh, and finally, we got Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kit with a $2 tip. Says, happy birthday, Drew. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> She's very particular about who she says birthdays to. Just Drew. Well, eh, you know. Right. All right, guys. They're pals. We got to get the show running here. We are. We, got lots we to talk do, about. guys. We have a ton of news, including what is going on with the uh, Fract developer. You know, Fract is uh, coming out August 20th. We're super excited for that. Oh, uh, but on. first, who's, who's buying the standard edition? Everybody's buying the deluxe edition. Everyone's going to play on the 17th. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. that's a good point. Um, that is a good. That's a good tactic. I feel like. I think EA came up with that. They're like, oh, if you buy it for an extra twenty bucks, you can play it a week early on a whatever, whatever. Well, let's Which, not get too comfortable stealing tactics from EA. I'm just. Saying, I know. Okay, you I'm know what I mean. Saying, I think they're uh, the ones who <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So of course we're gonna start with anything PS5 related, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about with PS5. And uh, first up, the beta. Official beta for uh, the PlayStation 5 is about to begin or has begun, and it includes the summer update, the long-anticipated update for the internal SSD storage for PS5. Um, now, uh, they have already announced a couple different SSDs that you can purchase for anyone interested in this. Um, and there was a recommended list from Digital Foundry, and Eurogamer uh, has the whole list of stuff here, and, it, and it's super um, useful. It tells you all about it for those uh, who, who aren't familiar with it. It'll give you a ton of information, everything you need to know, um, but there's a whole list of them that it doesn't give you like which one they recommend the most. It just kind of tells you which ones are compatible. So there's a couple I was looking at. Um, first of all, are you guys participating in this beta um i don't i'm not an external hard drive guy i kind of just delete stuff when i need to and then i reinstall it when i need to which has bit me in the ass plenty of times people will be like oh let's play firewall and i'm like oh i forgot i uninstalled it to make room for Ooh, give me an hour yes five <laughs> yeah. yeah give me a minute um, actually my internet's decent enough that firewall probably only takes like 30 minutes to reinstall yeah, on a, a good one. day that's I not didn't, bad i didn't sign up for the beta um because i didn't and i'm and i'm I, other things on my mind i would have liked to participate in this uh, i do find myself running out of storage already on playstation 5 faster than i ever did on my og ps4 and ps4 pro mm -hmm. um you know and i'm, and I'm, de and I'm definitely shuffling a bunch of games right now like, i've got a pile of games that are stacking up for review i've got a bunch of games that i just like to play sometimes for fun and so uh suddenly now even though i'm not playing many flat screen games hard drive full and plus returnal takes up like half of that so oh god um, yeah yeah right and i refuse to delete returnal because i'm like that if i delete returnal that's like giving up right yeah i, I, I can't do it the thing that thing's gonna stay on my hard drive for the next decade and i'm just gonna keep going back to it like once a week and see what happens as you should yep so maybe it'll get that uh white moon's dream white moon dreams psvr2 update in the future oh, but um but yeah man so this is something that i think is actually means a lot is really important to me the only catch here though is that you're not allowed to 
like talk about or, or share or anything about it. So if there's no way, typically in the past when I've per, uh, participated in the betas, they've had like an option to kind of toggle between the two or revert it back. So I'm going to see what I can get away with. And, and if so, I would like to do it. Or like Pipo said, he's going to wait until they get cheaper because right now they're super expensive. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is this – SSDs are really expensive right now. Yeah. Um, but they will eventually go down in price. Um, yeah. The other thing, too, is, you know, when Sony announces a thing like this, the ones that they list specifically on that site are going to become scarce, most likely. Like, I, I feel like whenever they come out with something like this, where it's like, hey, this thing that's already kind of scarce and expensive, uh, we decided this is the best one for this new update. Like, people start snapping those up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. That's the thing is, yeah, the the demand for these, I imagine, is going to become higher and higher. And uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens, especially as the price goes down. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to start, you know, like selling out really quick. So right now it's pretty easy to get one because it's so early um, yeah. in in the process and everything and and everything. But uh, but yeah, the couple there was a couple I was looking at. Um, I can give you some personal experience for my for my Western digital one. Um, that I have the four terabyte external. It's solid, but it's reli- but it's reliable. Like it's not like super special. It, it hiccups every now and then and mm-hmm. stuff. But it but it never like has like completely crashed and lost the data. So I'm looking at the Western Digital Black SN 850, and it says there's a heat heat sink version available. That's the thing. Some of these, the one reason you want to reference this article is it tells you which ones need a heat sink and, and doesn't. And for anyone who doesn't know what a heat sink is, it's a little piece of metal with some like uh, kind of corridors in them or something, and it kind of like the metal helps push the the heat away from the components so um it just helps and some of these do require one uh the one that i'm primarily looking primarily looking at uh is uh there's also the seagate fire cuda which was announced which is nice um where'd it go uh actually the one that i was looking at is gone so maybe maybe that's not going to be the one uh that i need (laughs) i don't see it on the list anymore so um yeah so maybe that one but just you know just a reminder just be sure that you check and make sure if it needs an additional heat sink or not. Make Check all the requirements. Check for the, the best read and write speed you can get. Um, and then also, of course, always... Oh, it was the Samsung. The Samsung 980 Pro. And the reason I was going to say is because Samsung components in my history with them have been really fast and really reliable. They are really good components uh, for the most part. So I'm going to keep my eye on that Samsung 980 Pro and it does require an additional heat heat sink, but it's the best it's the best value that I see right now. It's two hundred bucks for the one terabyte. So, um, just want to throw that out there. But yeah, make sure if anyone interested, make sure you go check out and do do your homework a little bit. It doesn't take too much to figure out which one is the best for you and and whatnot. So, yeah. So moving on, um, moving on, we get a two dollar tip from Sergeant Frosty. He sends a birthday cake to Drew, David, and Jason. Teabagging opponents oh. for you. Isn't that some, uh, <laughs> you, yep. Is he talking about Firewall? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frosty. Yeah. Yeah. A firewall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Firewall is Frosty's childhood. childhood. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, guys. So, so moving on, uh, this is one of the headlining topics of the day, and that was the acquisition 
that was recently announced by Sony uh, PlayStation Studios. And uh, this comes from uh, Push Square is the article I'm reading from here. And it says, Sony has confirmed its acquisition of Nixus. Uh, it is designed to enable further ports of uh, further ports of PlayStation titles to PC. Um, and then they say, speaking in an interview with Famitsu, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan said, quote, we are also happy with our efforts to provide our IPs to PCs, although it is still in its infancy, and we look forward to working with Nixus to help with that. So for anyone uh, unaware, there was a, a port recently, I think, announced or released or something of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn several years later that came to PC um, and this is new. Typically, PlayStation has always had like their exclusives. You can only get them there. You know, you can. They always say like you only play it on PlayStation. Um, and so this, with this new leadership, we have seen a little slight change in philosophy. Um, and so yeah, I don't know what is your guys' take. What is your opinion on stuff like some first-party exclusives making it to the PC market, Dave? I mean, I could see Fract showing up on PC at some point and stuff like that, kind of bigger name games after the period of exclusivity. Although we never saw Resident Evil 7 crossover, even though they said they were gonna. So I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they are kind of shifting gears in, in terms of that, though. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of give and take. You know, we get Half-Life Alex, they get a little bit of this, something on yeah. their end. The important part of exclusives for me uh, are are isn't the fact that like hey we get this game and we get it forever and you guys don't get to play it right that's that's never been the important part of exclusives to me the important part of exclusives is making sure the dev team doesn't have to focus on four different platforms at the same time when they're developing they like they say hey you know we're making a game for playstation 5 or ps5 uh vr or whatever the hell they're doing and they get to make sure that that is the absolute best experience they can possibly make it without having to worry about oh will this run on quest will this run on pc how will we do this upgrading graphics downgrading textures whatever they got to do it, and it always just ends up being a mess anytime there's a, a cross-platform game uh with some notable exceptions like ubisoft has gotten really good at it over the years and so is ea um but like you know a lot of vr is smaller teams and so you got to make sure those smaller teams are able to focus uh and so when all you have to worry about at launch is one platform then I am like super duper happy. We get out, we get our game, and then they can. And then when the exclusivity agreement runs up, suddenly they they're able to start like focusing their attention on each of those other platforms and making sure it runs great on those as well. Um, so that's where I come down on exclusives, and so I am one hundred percent fine with everything going to PC eventually, uh, as long as the teams have the time they need to make it good on PS Five first. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of with Proud Dog here in the theory that like exclusives generally make you want to buy hardware. To me, that is the system seller kind of deal. Um, but I can see an advantage of timed exclusives. Um, I think I think you have to hold some just primarily to to the hard to the brand itself. That way, it gives the brand an identity, and and that's the drawback of non-exclusives is that like you said not only does it make it sometimes a nightmare for developing across multiple platforms launching across multiple platforms sometimes there can be some major limitations in the games and when you have exclusives like returnal like ratchet and clank um and and certain other ones they are all primarily developed for that hardware uh and fully optimized to the best of their abilities um but so he goes on to say here though 
that speaking at the time of the acquisition announcement, PlayStation Studios boss Herman Hulse, uh, this is Herman Hulse, not uh, Jim Ryan, was uh, excited for the experienced team to join Sony's first party lineup. And he says, quote, they have a passion for improving games and for delivering the best possible experience for gamers. Nixus will be a strong asset for everyone across PlayStation Studios, helping our teams focus on their most important goal, which is to create unique PlayStation content at the best possible quality so this team is literally just here for one reason it sounds like which is whenever possible they have a special skill set of porting these games to pc and that's primarily what they would be used for um nothing nothing really else and that's best case scenario you don't get that when you when you're a small dev team with like no relationship to sony or bigger you know first party manufacturers the the benefit of all these studios getting to work with sony is that sony is now providing them like hey don't you don't got to worry about that port right you do what you're good at (laughs) and and then these guys they're really good at this and so they'll step in and like take your game and do all the necessary stuff and it's like just you know, give us your baby and, and we'll raise it and take care of it over that's here. That's the panic button has been doing that. Um, that's kind of been their their gig for a while with Switch games. Oh, yeah, right. They'll be like, oh, okay, well, in software, maybe you guys couldn't get Doom to run on it, but we can, so <laughs> give us a crack at it. And they did, you know, so. what What is the question? What has Doom not been on is what well, I want no, to know. Maybe Doom Game Boy. 20, 2016 Doom. Yeah. 2016 Doom. Yeah. People were saying, oh, this could never run on Switch, and they made it work. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this uh, this is the other part of this, though. So so this is just, when, when mentioning Nixus, they're only talking about software and stuff. But what I want to know, and Dave, you know, you kind of had a good point there. You know, we maybe could see some, some PSVR exclusives. That happened with Moss. Moss was a, uh, was a PlayStation VR exclusive timed exclusive um we're seeing that trend continue with some other timed exclusives i imagine book two will be as well um and uh you know whoa, with, wait, with, wait wait wait, wait. I, I don't want to i don't want to rush past this point are you putting it out there that you think uh, moss book two is going to be a psvr exclusive at launch oh um i could see it be i don't i don't know i, I mean so. yeah i mean Nah, I don't know. It's it's a little tricky. I, I just, that one. I I, I kind of heard you like kind of run right by that, and I was like, wait, 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 stop! I want to see if this is <laughs> if this is a conversation. I could see it being a timed exclusive, but that would only be because of something in their contract. That wouldn't necessarily be like we think that this is going to be the best plan possible mm. uh, at this time. I mean, I think um, that they probably will launch it the same day on Quest as they do on PSVR. Yeah, that seems like it would make sense. I think yeah i think it's with with the other ones being on quest already in pc then i don't see any reason to really keep that uh, an exclusive right now yeah uh, and sometimes but, stuff is only a quest exclusive just because of what brian said like the teams don't have the manpower or budget to develop for both at the same time so you got to wait a little bit afterwards and that's the hot you know hot platform right now but on the on the flip i feel side. like they i think they are a team who does have the resources and does know how to get that done where they can launch everything on the same date. I would be surprised if we saw a staggered release between the platforms. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that, there was stuff like Resident Evil uh, 4 remake mm-hmm. or whatever um, that was announced on Quest. Now, if I were Quest Oculus, I would definitely keep that as an exclusive, as, a, as another thing to be on the hardware. However, um, I could see potentially down the line with PSVR 2, uh, that that coming to us 
way later. We never thought Vader Immortal uh, was going to come to us, and that and yeah. and uh, and Oculus has actually been open about wanting to trade um, some games, some exclusives, and stuff. And I think for this early in the VR market. Um, I don't think it's the worst thing. I think you want to maximize, you know, these games like Moss and Saints and Sinners and, and uh, you know, Gorn or whatever, or Superhot. All of these did well because they were on multiple platforms because they're working with a smaller base. Now, if PlayStation VR 2 has an install base of like, you know, 30 to 40 million or something and, and the adoption rate is huge, then yeah, then exclusives are still going to make a lot more sense at that time. Uh, and also, you know, again, that's the number one thing that you can entice people with. But this is the question I have for you guys. Now, do you think going beyond just software, do you think there is a possibility that the PC market has grown to the point to where Sony might actually have some compatibility on PC with PSVR 2? I don't know the answer to this question. We've talked about it in the past. Um, I, like, tell my, us, tell us what gut, you know, Dave. You know my, something. I don't know anything. <laughs> my gut feeling is um, no, but it, they could. I mean, I, I'm assuming they won't make it PC compatible. If they did, there's plenty of good reasons to do that. And I've said before, having just that USB-C connector does make it so it would be like universally uh, plug-inable, at least. Um I don't know. I mean, there, to some degree, you could use the PSVR one as a display device for any HDMI thing in cinema mode and just take the pass through from that. I don't know if you guys ever tried that before, but people would like playing Breath of the Wild in the cinema mode on PSVR mm. um, or playing PC stuff with Trinus hacked together. Um, I yeah. think if anything, if it does have a USB-C connector and it, even if Sony doesn't officially say that they're doing this, Somebody out there is going to hack something together, and by that point, we'll have better hackers <laughs> for that shit than we do now. Because I've heard Trinus is not not that great, and there's some other things that just don't work that well. But yeah. like that that does involve a few things because that you know you got to set up external tracking cameras and have them get the moves, which is a whole fucking nightmare. I tried it one time; it's not even worth bothering. And then you know the interfaces are all different; you can't just plug it in. And so I feel like if you just got a cable, you plug it in, and it's a display device, people will find some way to play PC games on it. I just don't know if it'll be official or not. I don't like Anyways, it to be official a lot. I don't like it for you know, too. I don't like it to be official because you know if you look at the if you look at the PC market, like once upon a time, like you look you know pre Steam, uh, the PC market was dying fast, but like Steam brought it back to life, and like now it's dominating. You ask anybody, like, kids don't play console games. Like I mean tons of kids play console games but yeah they do but like the the thing with kids is pc gaming like that's a huge thing and like it's it's way bigger than it's ever been uh and so those kids are going to grow up and, and you know they all know how to build pcs at this point they're just going to keep building pcs for the rest of their lives uh so it's like it's i think that there's going to be um some really really stiff competition when it comes to uh when it comes to vr next gen uh, and that's going to come from the pc side as well so if you could get if you could have the PSVR 2 be compatible with your PC, you know, just be like, oh, yeah, just, here it is. You've got it and you just plug it in. You're good to go or you sync it up or whatever, whatever has to happen and just happens automatically. Uh, and then you get 
people who are interested in PC VR, if it's a competitive price point or whatever the deal is, like to get them to get the PSVR 2 headset instead of whatever's available on PC or Quest or whatever, and just being like, oh, look at the resolution of this thing, look at all the haptics and, you know, the headset and whatever, and oh, there's some PSVR 2 games that have, like, come over to PC that actually take advantage of the orbs and, you know, the special features that PSVR 2 offers over whatever the current-gen PC VR hardware is. I think that right there and getting people to, to, to experience it without even owning a PlayStation 5, it's kind of like the magical combination that Sony would need for to sell even more PlayStation 5s. Being like, oh, I didn't, these exclusives or former exclusives are amazing. Like, what's currently exclusive over there? I've already got a headset. I just need to pick up a console now so I can play all these exclusives and not have to wait two or three years to, to get over to PC. I think it's a pretty decent, I think it's a pretty smart move. Yeah, I fully expect the uh the psvr headset to uh to be primarily used for the ps5 because you sell two pieces of hardware at that and they also sell them most likely sell them at profit uh psvr you know as far as we know was sold at a profit not at a loss um but you know it would be interesting to see maybe some third-party software pops up that you can use the psvr2 with um but it will be interesting to see if this philosophy they have of sharing some of their exclusive games actually goes beyond a little bit more. And they say, you know, well, Quest 2 is, is, has increased Steam sales and stuff because a lot of people use the Quest 2 not as the wireless mobile hardware that it is, but as a, as a PC VR headset as well. And that's been a huge successful thing for it. So, you know, it'll all be, it'll be interesting to see if it seems significant enough for them to tap into that. However, I'm, I'm usually like all about, not all about exclusives. Like I'm not one of these idiots that are like, Horizon Zero Dawn's on PC now. Like I'm, I'm set. Like everything's gone. My life is over. You know, like. That's a great um, video. But uh, <laughs> guy had like a huge but, mental breakdown just because he's like, oh, oh, nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, but but I do think exclusives are important. I absolutely think they're a hundred percent part of the value and of stuff. Course. And but but I do think there is something to like what you said. Having a little bit of compatibility with PC at the least, like being able to just do basic functionality with Steam or something, could maybe entice people to buy more PS5s because they're like, hey, I've already got the headset. Right. Uh, and then now, now PS5 has these exclusives, and uh, and yeah, and then it gives them a reason to buy a PS5 and get and have the best of every VR world you can. I agree, man. I agree. Uh, you know. Now, one thing that just came up in chat um, is the question that we haven't really covered: Is would having PSVR2 compatible with PC basically eliminate exclusivity? I assume you could play everything PC has to offer, including Quest games. The last part of that, I don't think will ever happen. I don't oh. think you'll be able to play Quest Quest native games on a PSVR 2, because that's not something you plug into. You know, when you play on PC, you're not playing the right. Quest game. You're playing an Oculus or a Steam version of that game. Right. They're separate builds. They're separate. Some games are only on Quest and not on PC as well. Um, so... Definitely, I don't think you'll be able to play Quest games on it. If they have a PC version, maybe. But well, this will be interesting to see in the future. Uh, you know, I imagine even if they break some of their exclusivity, uh, it will likely be years after it initially comes out. It wouldn't be anything right away, anyways. It's hey, you know, this thing gave it its best shot. What else can we squeeze out of the old? 
build machines. So that's it, guys. Right. Um, it's, it's and, and it's never it's never never all of the exclusives after a couple of years. It's a couple of exclusives here and there that eventually make their way after a couple of years. And and usually, I mean, we saw in the case of Horizon, it was like they announced the sequel and then they were like, OK, hey, you guys can have the original now. You know, so it, it's it's a great marketing tool to, to be able to say, hey, here, here's the original. Uh, if you want the sequel, come over to the dark side. <laughs> come buy our hardware. And come to the dark side. Right. I mean, for all real. right, guys. I can't wait to go back and look at some of these uh, chat. I saw I see lots of cool. Uh, thank you guys for providing your uh, opinions in the chat as well, because I definitely look, plan on uh, going back and checking out what you it's guys. It's just everybody's birthday in the chat. That's the only thing I see. Every everybody's wishing birthdays to everybody, whether it's their birthday or not. <laughs> it's oh man, ridiculous. it really is. Yeah. Um, all right. So we, unfortunately, <laughs> we have to move on here. Um, so, guys, maybe you've heard of this game, Fract, mm -hmm. that has a demo right now that you should go play and download tell me more about um, it <laughs> and uh well it's it's developed by this little team you might have heard of called end dreams uh the original like developers of uh shooty fruity mm -hmm. and the assembly and bloody zombies, bloody zombies. yes and uh i revisited bloody zombies it was actually pretty cool it was better than i remember for some reason um just didn't like but, it. Uh, i, li I plus, like that i like that whenever we disagree you always agree with, eventually agree with me a year later. I will never agree with you on this it's one. It's that Brian. timed exclusive, man. It's that timed timed <laughs> agreement. <laughs> um, but guys, so uh this comes via Venture Beat. This was all over the things, and I saw so many things in in this article that I was like, holy shit, red alert, red alert. This tells us so much about what End Dreams is up to besides making fract out August out august 20th i swear i don't work for them <laughs> uh but you should buy it and play it it's great it's gonna be great I, I, i'm um, not telling you to buy it until i've played the game man. i played the demo and the demo is great you should definitely go buy amazing. the demo that's yeah go buy the I'm demo going, right go buy the demo fucking sure. wait on the game until we tell you what's up <laughs> yeah it's cheaper than a cup of coffee to buy the demo guys so go out there and do uh it. brian's gonna cost everybody five dollars uh, because they didn't pre-order, and they're not going to get to play it for three days. You're going to hear how, how how great it is for three days, Brian. Uh, but anyways, guys, True. I'm just kidding. So so anyways, um, this is like I said, comes from uh, Venture Beat, and the uh, article is entitled uh, "End Dreams Kickstarts a New VR Studio Led by Mobile Game Veteran." And it says, "End Dreams has launched a new virtual reality game studio headed by mobile gaming veteran Chris White. White is a former senior development leader at Electronic Arts, made uh, worked on The Sims, Social, Glue Mobile, Project Gotham, uh, and Space Ape Games, Transformers, Earthworm, Earth Wars." Uh, and Samurai Siege. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, now he will run a studio for live game development at End Dreams. This, uh, uh, so the studio, the new studio will be fully remote, and End Dreams is actively recruiting, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he says that, quote, we're going to be working on new VR titles, and they're going to have a live game element to them. Uh, White said in the interview with GamesBeat. He says, uh, qu also, quote, Hopefully, we can build titles that persist for years, that players want to engage with for years, and that's what we're going to focus on. So, gentlemen, what I'm trying to say here is uh, what their focus on this new studio, which is called End Dreams Orbital, I believe, uh, Studio Orbital, uh, they are going to be focusing, these are VR games, by the way, um, on a, with this new studio's focus is going to be 
games that are considered what do you say alive like live service like games as a service there's a lot like this um that are like basically free to play usually or built on the concept of seasons and ongoing content you know like Fortnite is like a game as a service like you get it they keep updating it and you can pay and people do pay and it's actually super lucrative to have that model i think they're trying to make money here is what it sounds like and they might do it Two things. Uh, Unintended Studios with a $5 tip says, I've been all about Population 1 this last week. Heard it's getting a PSVR release. Think it'll have aim support. Sniping would be godly. Uh, man, I would... At one point, they were like, yeah, we're bringing it to PSVR. I would be shocked, shocked, shocked if that comes to PSVR 1 still. That sounds like a yeah, perfect yeah. PSVR 2 launch title. Um, and Studio was bought by Oculus? Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. That was Big Box, right? Who made uh, yeah. dodgeball guns. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. the fact, it may not come at all now. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, unless maybe we're swapping exclusives who knows maybe this actually ha- <laughs> yeah. has to do with our last conversation i totally forgot and the other thing yep. is uh why do you think that this article or why do you think end dreams is so reluctant to say uh games as a service do you th- because they, they're saying live vr games as if we all just understand yeah. what that means and then they have to kind of explain but then not really explain does games as a service games as a service have a negative connotation to you guys uh, it can, sort yeah. Of, Especially yeah. when it's when there's a guy from EA involved who did mobile games. Like they you yeah. put that shit together, that's sort of a deadly cocktail potentially. Like, yeah. Um, but I trust I trust End Dreams now. I mean, I didn't when Perfect came out, of course. But they've they've got a decent track record these days. They're one of the more solid VR devs. I mean, Fract seems like it's going to be a slam dunk. So, um, I just I don't know. I mean, usually these games are going to be what? Shooters, online multiplayer games, some kind of competitive b- bunch of people online sort of deal, that, right? Like that's that you can't really my, like a single player one of these. That was my first initial thought is I would almost guarantee that this is going to be some kind of online stu- uh, shooter. Um, yeah. That And yeah, when I first saw it say live titles, I, I was a little confused by that too. I thought maybe they were talking about... Um, like like uh, location based VR or something mm. when they were saying live. So yeah, that's a term that I don't think we've heard yet. Uh, not not common anyways. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's safe to say that you know I don't uh, if they're going to be doing something like this games as a service kind of model. Um, I think it has advantages to where it can constantly evolve over the years, which they've said they want to do. Um, and yeah, if they make a good shooter or make uh, something, I don't know. You just, I don't think you build a new studio to make a uh, kart racing game and then, like, you know, all for that and then expand on that. You know what I mean? Um, kart racing as a service game would be fucking awesome, though. I'd play that <laughs> over Fortnite. Give me that shit. Yeah, well, I think this is, like you said, I think this. Oh, what's up, Brian? Well, I, I, I would hope. I mean, obviously, they're making this amazing cover base shooter right now. And, I'm, and even though they're. Uh, uh, their their new studio is going to be completely remote. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be sharing technology back and forth. Obviously, they built this amazing game engine. Why wouldn't they share it with this brand new team? Uh, that, you know, rather than have them start from scratch. So, as great as it would be to be like, hey, we took the Frack engine, right, and uh, and, and this amazing cover based mechanic that works so perfectly, and then and we allowed this other team to uh, basically make a persistent, uh, you know, uh, online first person shooter with it i'm hoping it's not that simple i'm hoping we always talk about you know 
like Swordsman does this one thing really, really well. And then this game over here does this other thing really, really well. I'm hoping that like this is the beginning of like merging these kind of things together and they kind of take what they can from, you know, uh, End Dreams projects, but then like sort of create this um, MMO world where they can, where it really would be persistent. And yes, there's shooting and, and when you shoot the cover-based mechanic stuff is awesome, but it's not like a whole first person competitive cover-based shooter. You know what I'm saying? Well, we kind of already uh, have a counterexample to that concept, um, which is uh, Mortal Blitz Combat Arena, which was a free-to-play game, mm -hmm. came out, tried to be a game as a service, but wow. they came from a, you know, narrative-based, this is a, you know, not narrative, but, you know, single-player, first-person shooter that was time crisis-oriented to this completely different mechanic. Nothing is similar between the two games at all, other than the name, but it's the same company. They just pivoted because they thought, oh, this might make us some more money mm. than if we just released another time crisis kind of game. Um, because that is, you know, if you're thinking business wise, I'm sure it didn't work out that well for them. I don't know if anybody bought any extra content in Mortal Blitz or has ever played it in the past month. But um, yeah, no, it's that that didn't work out. So hopefully they don't pivot that hardcore where it's just like, oh, we got a totally brand new different thing that we're going to try to make happen and it just like flops and dies but we right. shall see well so this isn't you know i we can go on for days about what they might be making or whatever but we won't actually know until we see it um but this is the other part of this article uh that is very very interesting um <laughs> they say later on in the interview they say at farnborough uh we are already working on multiple titles this comes from uh, Thomas Gio, the uh, or, uh, the chief development officer at End Dreams, um, and so he's talking about. So they, they talk about this new studio. We know now what its intentions are, what what they're going to be doing with that. Um, but the primary studio, I believe, is the Farnborough one. I'd imagine uh, looks like that it is going. It is already focusing on multiple titles. So on top of Fract guys, uh, End Dreams is firing on all cylinders. They could be developing something else. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to keep rotating platforms, though, because we got Covert or Phantom Covert Ops uh, well, Quest, and then this is a PSVR exclusive, right? Exclusive, right. So maybe they're just, like, swapping teams every other game or something. Well, what I do think is that I don't think Fract is uh, the only PSVR game they're working on. Dun, dun, dun. I think, uh, yeah, I think they're either working on it. Yeah, go something. ahead, Brian. Uh, End Dreams has ramped up so fast over the last few years. They've got, you know, not only has their team gone from like just a handful of people to a hundred people um, in the last couple of years, but also now they're opening this entirely new studio. Um, in my book, like if Sony's serious about VR and like being the pioneers and, and leading the charge in the future for PSVR 2 and, and letting the world know that they're serious about it, End Dreams would be the perfect team uh, to, to acquire. I think this would be... This would be a perfect marriage. These guys see, have seen what they can do with the PlayStation uh, 4 hardware and PlayStation 5 hardware, even with the current-gen headset. Um, and this would be this would be amazing to have uh, like a really, really talented, dedicated studio uh, in their arsenal. Yeah, it's been interesting over the years to see which de which VR developers are like the upcoming, the 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 mm -hmm. big studs. You know, like like and End Dreams is one of them. Um, yeah, and if you but, told me like a couple of years back that I would 
think more of Endreams than I do of Servios right now, yeah. I would be like, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> right. But that's well, I, how it worked out. I mean, that's that's and also, you know, when Archangel came out, if you had told me that same studio was going to make the best PSVR game, like I liked Archangel, but teams develop and you know get better at what they're doing and it's it's yeah like you said it's great to yeah, see it yeah a lot of the you don't really know until you see a lot of the results um a lot of the teams that i thought were going to be like the kings of vr uh and stuff yeah are definitely kind of more falling in the way so now i do think there could be definitely a resurgence uh of of some of those teams as well but end dreams has clearly been putting in a lot of work and a lot of focus on VR, and uh, it's really great to see their not only their success, but but the visions that they have are like the death. Like, give it to me. Like, those are the games that I want to play. The things that they've been frustrated about VR in the beginning, now they're starting to get to create the games they want, and uh, no limitations, just balls to the wall action, and like you know, just different stuff. More games that feel like traditional video games, but just really well adapted for VR. And, and that, I, I think, is something we've been kind of missing from the beginning uh, of, of VR in general. And, uh, yeah, I hope just to see this continue evolving and continuing to become more of a norm. Uh, the deal for me, the big, like, I mean, I think a lot of people would be, look at this news and go, I wonder what the new studio is making. But for me, the best news about this news is that End Dreams gets to keep doing what it does really well. Where they like mm -hmm. end dreams hopefully doesn't feel don't feel as though they have to like well everyone's doing like multiplayer games we have to go do multiplayer games these guys are doing fucking kick ass amazing single player campaigns and people are loving them and so I hope that they're able to keep doing what they do so well while this other team kind of covers you know maybe what's a little bit more mainstream or, or what's more popular uh, so that's what's exciting to me all right guys probably time to move on though don't you think. Yes, and uh, this came via news yesterday um, that uh, I saw this on Twitter actually first, and it is that Tarzan VR got an update. And uh, they posted on their social media page, Tarzan VR just got improved on PlayStation VR. The improvements feature various bug fixes and gameplay improvements. We've also remapped the controller input scheme with feedback from the community. And I actually retweeted this, and I said, I always respect devs that listen to feedback from the community. Props to the team. And, and then they actually responded and said, thanks, AJ. Also for the feedback, of course. I didn't actually give them any feedback. They watched your video is what I, they that's yeah, the feedback. Yeah, that, that would have to be the feedback because, mm, I mean, if you see a guy shouting over. about the break the lock thing <laughs> enough times, you, you take that as feedback. You're like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll jot that one down. Smash the lock, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan, yeah. smash lock. Ugh. Brian, you've gotten to play this. Can you tell us something about this. I didn't play it super long. I, I just I just jumped in to see, like, you know, I wanted to make sure they weren't full of shit, being like, hey, we updated this game, and we've listened to everything you said, and blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, so, I, yeah, I jumped in, and, uh, you know, you, you start off on, the, uh, on Tarzan's little home island, and immediately I was like, oh, look, you used the move button to, to move around. And the turn buttons are in the are, and they're on the correct hands, you know, like so they totally remapped the control scheme to be something that we're all very familiar with. There was no reason for them to get innovative with this shit, right? I'm I'm all about yeah. innovation when it's called for. Tarzan is a very straightforward game when it comes to motion and everything else, um, and they and they kind of screwed it up from the get go. And now running around feels pretty natural. Um, the jump button's in a weird place. It's below the move button, which is like weird, but 
what are you going to do? Uh, it's way better than it was. Moving around feels totally natural now. Um, nice. I also went to the second chapter because the second chapter was where I was experiencing a lot of those problems with the vines. You know, you reach out and you grab a vine, you reach mm-hmm. out, you grab a vine, reach out and grab a vine, you reach out to grab the next one and nothing happens. And you're like, there's nowhere I can go. Like if it's not, <laughs> if it's not registering, if the, if the, if the prompt isn't popping up, it's because of the game, not because of me. And, uh, and, and it seemed like that was fixed. I didn't, I didn't have oh, any problem getting cool. from vine to vine. Everything seemed a lot more uh, natural. And so when you start getting rid of things like that, uh, you know, like it's sometimes when the small things build up so much, it's hard to enjoy whatever's like lying underneath, right? Actually there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think well, that's, it's, oh, it sounds like there's some other big stuff too, like the underwater speed that you guys talked a lot about. They, yeah. did they adjust that? They said they had in the patch notes. Did you notice any difference there? So I know Bell Ram, you'll get a chance to play it a little bit more extensively than I did. And, uh, okay. and, he, and I think he said that that was uh, taken care of. Um, you're okay, not cool. you're not frequently underwater in this game, so it was very strange when you were, and and it just didn't react the way you'd expect it to. Uh, so, you know, I think underwater has more problems uh, than the, than the movement speed. Oh yeah, they, they didn't fix the visuals for underwater. As right, far there's as nothing tell, underwater. But... It's like just like you yeah. go from like being like, oh look at this jungle, to being there's one polygon in this environment underwater. It's terrible. Uh, so the, the, I I do think they have like a, a long road ahead of them to being like. A game that we, you know, even recommend on sale, uh, but mm-hmm. it, I'm I'm really happy that they didn't leave it the way that it was, and uh, it's getting, you know, with every patch, I hope it gets better and better to the point where, you know, it can be like a just a kind of below average, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it's, a little it's, schlocky B game, you know, yeah. go play Tarzan, have some fun, seven or eight go, bucks on sale, yeah, yeah, that's the thing is I, you know, I I really didn't like this game one bit. Um, but I'll have to give it. Uh, I have to maybe jump back in if they add a little bit more polish. But again, all, tons of respect for any developer that listens to the feedback of the community. You know, for me in particular, the thing that I see now is that it. It, it when you walk up to that wall, it says "beat chest," yeah. so it actually like gives you like tells you what to do because the, I'm not usually crazy about like. Uh, games having to tell you every single step of the way, but that was one where I was like, yeah, it needed to say it like pretty. Oh bad. yeah, definitely. Um, it was so easy to miss. So, anyways, uh, that's speaking of developers that listen to the community. Uh, the other update we got came out, I believe it was like two days ago, three days ago. So I don't even know, but I didn't know again until I saw on social media. Use your social media, guys. Um, and that is Swordsman VR uh, has added a, a new update that I didn't even know was coming out. I just saw the video they did, and I was like, holy shit, this looks really cool. Um, and it basically gives you, they call it the Doom Fist. Uh, and uh, it gives you the ability to have, like, superhuman punching abilities. But there's more uh, about it that makes it pretty amazing. Have you guys uh, checked this out at all? No, I, I mean, that enough sounds fun to me. I mean, like, uh, the ragdoll effects are so satisfying in this game that having a big power punch to just send people, like, <laughs> flying into the air and watch them flip around and land and stuff, that sounds pretty entertaining in itself. Um, yeah. I assume this is going to be something you got to unlock, like it's a special ability it's or something a modifier. like that. Nope. Oh, it's, it's just a modifier. It's okay. just a modifier huh. that cool. lets you... Yeah, Swordsman has taken this interesting turn of becoming this kind of, like, almost sandbox arena combat kind of deal um similar to like gorn you know like gorn had like the custom mode uh but let me tell you what also um makes this uh 
this update incredible. Not just the super punching thing. Uh, they added a manual chronokinesis as well, which is the thing that slows down time. Hmm. So you can press the right move button if you're right-handed, and uh, and it just automatically activate, activates it. And this and now. Uh, Swordsman almost has like a super hot element to it where everything's in slow motion and and like um I don't know I don't know how to describe it but like the combination of the slow motion and and the uh the the, the super powered punching and stuff is glorious is all I can say uh, about it it was absolutely incredible and just so much fun man yeah, I like that. I feel like initially he was trying to make like a kind of um, realistic physics sandbox as much as he could. And, you know, this is kind of a serious physics game and it was silly on accident a lot. And now he's leaning into the silliness of it and being like, you know what, I'm going to add some stuff to make it even sillier. Um, and that's always cool to see. Yeah. The big takeaway here for me and Brian thinks I'm crazy for thinking this and, and that's okay. Oh, um, oh because God. I am you, I, I do wait, well listen, we I, could have a thirty a lot minute of things. We could have a <laughs> thirty a minute conversation about AJ. what AJ's gonna say next. So like you like if you got nowhere to be tonight, feel free to say it. If if you want to stick around for a little bit, by all means. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe we'll save this conversation for another day. But I am just long story short, I am super impressed with Sin Studios um ability to to provide these updates to to not only um add these updates to the game but to pick and choose the right amounts of feedback that really do enhance the experience and the and the quality of the game and the variety of it um and yeah you know i just think it's a little reminiscent of a little old studio that is uh, also really good at providing updates and i kind of feel like swordsman vr and sin studio are kind of like the vr versions of that so, um, yeah, super exciting, guys. Yeah, I can't wait to try this out. Um, there's been, you know, for for a team of people who cover nothing but PSVR games and new games and updates, uh, for all for for this to get all past me just kind of shows you how many updates Swordsman has had. Where it's like, like to the point where I'm like, whoa, there's a big update and I totally missed it. Can't like, even keep track. It's yeah. hard to keep track. Like he just added grabbing. I feel like, like the other day, didn't he? Like, didn't that just happen? I think it was last month. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I didn't have the video of the uh, of the Doom Punch going uh, the entire time because I was downloading your Let's Play, uh, AJ. Oh. So this will we'll have we'll have to leave this running so people can see everything you're talking about yeah. during the well, last segment of the show, which <laughs> is PSVR twenty questions. When we put, uh, oh wait, but we need a timer. Oh well, too bad. Oh, didn't you get a fancy <laughs> clock? I thought you, you got a fancy. You want me to that's say what I'm saying. Else, what, you want me to? Uh, you want me to say something else about Sin Studio while you get that set up? Or no, no, no. I mean, like it's it, the, your video is playing, but it's it's time to uh, it's it's definitely time to do PSVR twenty questions. So basically, oh, okay. if, you, if you want if you want to see the rest of this video that's playing in the corner, make sure you go over to AJ's channel at PSVR Underground on YouTube, and uh, you can watch the entire twenty minute video there and watch him do uh, all sorts of crazy punching and a lots of time slowing mechanics. Dude, I was juggling like you know, like you ever play that game? Well, it's, I don't know if it's a game, but was the thing wherever you have a balloon and you like try to keep hitting the balloon in the oh, air? Oh yeah, yeah, and you like, pass it to your friend yeah, and they pass yeah, it back. The, yeah. the slow yeah, motion. I, I was born and, too. And I, that, know, I know that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot like that, like balancing, ba balancing them all up in the air over and over. It was great. Nice. I'll know oh, what I said real quick, yeah. uh, Ryan. Before we get to uh, the final 
thing here. Yeah. I don't think we did um, a news update for people who are looking for Neon Hat because I saw some people in chat asking where it is and oh. my friend's been waiting to play it and sure. stuff. So that game in the U.S. got delayed to August 4th due to some behind-the-scenes nonsense. I don't know what happened. but There's um, always some behind-the-scenes nonsense, isn't yeah. there? Always. So I... it's out in Europe and Australia, I think, right now. And yeah. um, those regions, you can you can pick it up. But um, not yet among us. Yeah, we'll talk and, I'm, and, I, and I'll tell you all about it right now, guys. You ready? No. You can stay tuned for Monday's show. Oh, God. <laughs> Monday's show, without even having done Monday's shows yet, Monday's show, I'm I can tell you Monday's, Monday's show is infinitely superior to whatever we just did today. <laughs> yes. Based on the Monday topics I'm aware of. Rock. This is all just one big advert for Monday, basically. <laughs> It's very strange. Very strange what we do around here. Uh, all right, you guys, if you're unfamiliar with PSBR 20 questions, uh, one of us takes the role of the host. That's me today. We got sirens on my end, so apologize for that. Um, and uh, I've, got a, I've got a PlayStation VR game in mind. And now these two guys and you guys in the chat have 20 yes or no questions uh, to figure out which game it is. We've also got a six minute timer. Wow, I think they found me. Um, and, uh, and, so, uh, and so basically, I win if these guys run out of time or can't get it in 20 questions. Uh, but let's do this. Let me put some uh, timer up on the clock up on the counter. That Jeremy likes it. Ready when you, you guys are. Can you tell me every five? Can you tell me like every five that we pass? I'm, I'm, I always tell you all the, all the keep you up with date with the questions. Now it's Ryan. Yeah. The game feeling with the five dollar tips is some so many games that come out already this summer. Which one is Ooh. y'all's favorite so far besides Sniper Elite? Okay, you know this is this is a good tip. Um, so besides Sniper we'll, Elite, we'll, we'll hold off on the uh, on the game for just a second. What else has come out this summer so far? <laughs> I'm allowed to say Fract, aren't I? Yeah, Fract demo. Um, yeah. What uh, I mean, I mean of the summer, we've only gotten Sniper Elite, and I feel like there was one other thing. I mean, can I, can I say boxed in because of GameCat Island? Is that <laughs> <laughs> sounds like pandering, but you know, whatever. I mean, oh, this, and he actually this... um, another news update. Apparently, uh, Richard over boxed in added a colorblind mode. I need to go check it out, and he wants some feedback because I am colorblind. But yes. if you are colorblind and you were like, "Oh, I can't play this game because it's got colors in it," right? Um, he's got you covered. He's got you colored. Yeah, oh, he's got you, he got you colored. Okay. Um, all right. Let me bring up that timer. Uh, you guys ready for this? Yeah. Uh, as as ever. As ever. All right. On your mark, it's a go. Is, is this it... game? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, is this game fantasy themed? It's. Let's go with fantastical. Fantastical. Okay, I'll fantastical. take it. Uh, did this developer make any other VR games? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, is it move controller only? I had to look this up, and so that might be a hint. But according to the PlayStation Store, nope. It supports other. Okay, it does support other controls. Is it a probably game just Shack, um with full locomotion? It is not a game with full locomotion. Okay, okay. that's four. Hmm. We gotta be quick, Dave. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And if I'm taking too long and you got another one, just skip me. We don't have to okay. go back and forth every time. Um, is this game ever been on our top 25? No, that's five. Okay. Um, does it have, let's see, it's probably, tell, is it, uh, what did I ask? Is it first person? Is it, do you play the thing you're controlling from first person? 
You're playing in first person, yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Does it have combat? I would say no. Does not have combat. No, does not have combat. So it's fantastical. Uh, primarily moves, but actually supports something else. Um, does it? Uh, let's see. Shit. Um, is it a? Uh, did we did we say shooting? You said combat. Yeah, I okay. said is there combat? Yeah, he said yeah. no. Um, it's fantastical. Uh, did it come within the first two years of PlayStation VR's life cycle? It did not. That's eight. Okay, so it's a little okay. bit newer ish. Hmm. Uh, would you call it a puzzle game? Yeah, yeah, nine. I would say there's definitely okay. puzzles in there. Got it. Hmm. Uh, there's puzzles in there, so it's a, some kind of fantastical adventure. I'm um, I'm wondering, AJ, demo just popped into my head. Does this satisfy? It's fantastical. There are puzzles in it. It might have both support. I was thinking Mage's Tale. Well, but there's combat in Mage's Tale. Oh, right, right, right. There's no combat in Demo. So um, is it a rhythm game element? Does it have a rhythm game element in it at all? It does not have a rhythm game element in it Okay, at all. damn. No. That's 10. Yeah. I thought I had What's there. the timer at, too? What's Three minutes and five seconds. Okay. So Whoa, halfway down. you're halfway there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh... Uh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking transpose as well, Justin Cassidy, but uh, uh, is, it, is it narrative-driven? Is it story-driven? I mean... Could be Ghost Giant. It can't be Ghost Giant if he says no to this question. Yeah, if he's, like, hesitating, I'm already like, no. Yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah, I, I would say if, if there's storytelling, you would probably call it environmental storytelling. That's 11. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, fantastical. Let's see. Um, is it a pretty game? Pretty looking game. It depends who you ask. Uh, yeah. I think that's a. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to answer that. Does it look pretty on okay. a pro or PS5? No, no, no. no let's not go. Um, <laughs> okay. So we don't. We still don't know. Okay. Well, we kind of know puzzleish, but we know it's okay. a sort of a puzzle game. Fantastical. You can't move. Um, you can't. There's, there's no you can't, combat. There's no. There's no full. There's no full locomotion. But there's so also is no there. Combat. Is there teleport and uh, um, is there some sort of teleport? You can teleport. That's, you can teleport. You can teleport. Okay. Um. Uh. What did I see? Bound. Well, bound is first person. Um, paper beast. Uh, teleport only. Ooh. Uh shit. Does it take place in a mansion? Does not take place in a mansion. That's Damn. thirteen. Okay. Does it have? Uh, see, that's thirteen. Yep. You got a minute and yeah. twenty seconds left. We're does it have? Play. Does it have um, monsters in it? Yeah. Okay. It does have monsters in it. It does have puzzles in it. There's no combat. Oh, is it no? Is it? Uh, <clears throat> does it? Uh, one minute. Fantastical. Is there things made of paper in it? There are things made of paper in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, are there beasts made of paper? There yeah. are beasts made of paper. That's nice. Oh, we got it the last second. Let's fucking Let's go. go. AJ, drop it on him. 
Ray, we don't three, need all 20. two, one. Paper, paper beast. beast. It is paper beast. Congratulations. Nice. Good job. Oh, yeah. Guys. Who was that that helped me? Hold on. I saw a bunch Somebody... of people say it earlier. I was like, woof, man. And, like, it took oh. you guys a little bit to catch on to what they were saying. Yeah. 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 The paper, the, uh, the teleportation had me thinking maybe paper beast. Nice. You guys rock, man. Yeah, I, I, I was like, didn't right. remember it having DualShock 4 support, and I had to like go look it up and see. All right, you guys. That actually gave it away for it a little bit, too. Guys, uh, thank you so much for, for hanging out and watching uh, PSVR Gamescast live with us. I want to give, make sure we give a shout-out to Miles Dyer, who runs the Instagram account. Uh, Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who adds timestamps to the show after it happens. Uh, ooh, there goes... Th there goes the bomb. Uh, we want to make sure we give a shout out to all the mods, making sure that everything runs smoothly, not just here, but over on Discord as well. Make sure you join our Discord as well. That's where we hang out, and that's where a lot of shit goes down. Really cool stuff. Links in the description below. Uh, also, uh, God, who am I forgetting here? Jay Meow, helping us get everything up on Spotify and uh, in all a bunch of streaming services. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Dave over at Dave Station VR. Subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Uh, thank you to everybody who hung out. And, uh, and and participated in the chat. Thank you, everybody who tipped, and thank you to everybody, of course, who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there because we see the numbers, and we love you so very much. What do you think, guys? Should we cue the cat? Oh yeah, but cat, before Brian. you cue the cat, they love your explosion. They love the clock explosion. The oh, chat yeah, is nice. a big fan of this. Yeah, I'm a fan of that explosion too. Yeah, yeah. make sure make sure you I go like to um. Oh shit! 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 I want to shout that guy out. Yeah, clocks make, and so clocks somebody, and stuff. Somebody super duper nice to us and. Let us use their clock. Oh, come on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, man. this Everything was going smooth until now. UltimateClocks.com. Let's yeah, just stay here for another 10 minutes. Don't, don't worry, guys. The, the, uh, the, the link in the, I'm going to add the link in the description. That was that was the agreement. Make sure that there'll be a link to the channel with all the cool clocks in it. Uh, but shout out to whatever the name of the clock channel is. All right, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Let's cue the cat. Are you actually cueing the cat this time? Cute oh my god, AJ, don't Good, get cue the cat because Kramer became Kramer became the non-VR game cat. I want to say have a wonderful weekend to you guys. Thank you so much. Nick Nulo the game cat. Ref is the cat that sleeps all day. Trusty mods in the house. Oh, Hopefully hey, you guys timer on your best behavior. Topia. Twitcher. Timer Topia. Timer Topia. That's the yes, name. Do not interrupt when the cat is cute. Timer Topia. You can you can you can suck Topia. Justin Cassidy, thank you so much, man. Brax Bro, don't tell a dream about PSVR. 2K Cat, Decepticon, GG, Flame Hat, Game Cat says, Meow. VR Demon, thank you so much, man, for joining in uh, the Game Cat in the chat. Good to see you, homie. Ash VR, the groovy Game Cat. Make sure you guys all put a hashtag, Game Cat, so we can get you next Friday. Uh, Twitch with single player, Game Cat. Death Lee, the subterranean Death Cat. I love that. Uh, elite name squad adjacent name, Serial Killer, the Game Cat. Emily Baxter, the hashtag Game Kitten. Vargosoft, good to see you as well. Um, JT Money in the house. Ben Dawson, good night to you as well. Have a wonderful weekend. Meow Meow, the Game Cat. Meow by Zach Attack. Nihilus Ryan, the Game Feline. LC2552 Beast, holding it down in the countryside. What up, homie? Uh, Mark Pringles Leaf, good to see you. ET.2K9.now. Creeper Betty, PSVR Betty. Genetic Blasphemy. Uh, Sergeant Frosty, the show I know is your childhood stevie dan solo the glasswegian game cat purr. purr love it man awesome uh so many game cats look forward to next uh week cannot right. wait anakin good to see you bagio 10 thank you so much uh we also got our space denison was the one that called it because he's the Boy. only one that liked 
Paper Beast. Uh, Blue Jude at oh the underground God. game. Throwing yeah. shade the last seconds of the show. Holy it's, crap. It's, right. hey, hey, cut him off. Space cut Denison, him off, Frank. Cut him off. Right. Space <laughs> Denison is my Farpoint bro for life. That dude is an angel. You be easy on him. Mick Coles, what up, man? You guys have a wonderful weekend. MRI Gamer. Is that it? Say goodbye. Yo, yo, I can't wait for next week's show, man. Next week, next week's show, not only do we have a lot more cats to shout out, but apparently the news stories are way better than this week. So we're very much yeah. looking forward to it. We should start saying what one of them is and then cut off midway so it's a cliffhanger. I think so. I think so. Okay, let's get out of here.